I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Young Democrat Wes Moore on the verge of becoming Maryland's next governor. There are growing Obama-level expectations. We'll talk to Politico about that at 10:10. Asian markets lower after a down day on Wall Street. The Wizards probably feeling good after their first game of the season. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden says in an effort to keep gas prices steady, his administration will pull 15 million more barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. CBS's Stephen Portnoy with the latest. Today's move completes a drawdown the president began in March. He was asked about criticism. He's doing it for political reasons. It's not politically motivated at all. It's motivated to make sure that I continue to push on what I've been pushing on. Republicans say Mr. Biden's unprecedented use of the oil reserve has left the U.S. vulnerable. It's at a level not seen since 1984, but the president says it's more than half full. Four Russian-occupied regions of Ukraine are now under martial law. More from CBS's Holly Williams. Vladimir Putin's announcement of martial law could be a sign that his invading army has run into serious problems. He made a massive mistake by annexing, so-called annexing these regions, because he cannot defend them. Andrei Zagorodnyuk is Ukraine's uh, former defense minister. He told us Vladimir Putin may no longer be thinking rationally. He is uh, capable of making desperate mistakes and desperate measures. Get ready to bundle up if you're in the southeastern part of the U.S. tomorrow. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson explains. Places like Jacksonville, Florida getting down to 37. Asheville, North Carolina down to 25. And the freezing point for Atlanta. These are your morning temperatures on Thursday, not morning temperatures in December, which is what this feels like. As if COVID and the flu aren't enough of a double whammy, there's another children's illness that parents should be mindful of. It's called RSV, a respiratory virus. Pediatric doctor Thomas Murray is with Yale Health. I think their immune system just hasn't seen the number of viruses a typical child prior to the pandemic would have seen. And therefore, when you have five or six different viruses, you can become sick with one right after the other. The first Native American woman in space kicks off a five-month mission on the International Space Station. NASA astronaut Nicole Mann is a member of the Wailaki of the Round Valley Indian tribes in Northern California. She says of her work in space... It's good for the community, hopefully inspires young children, and hopefully it allows them to open up their mind and see the incredible things that we're doing on board space station. The government of British Prime Minister Liz Truss is teetering on the verge of collapse just hours after she vowed to keep governing. It comes after a series of embarrassing U-turns over her unpopular budget-busting economic policies. A senior member of the government, Home Security, Suella Braverman, has left her post, and she left it criticizing Truss. This is CBS News. You need to hire? Indeed is with you every step of the way. Helping you attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03 on WTOP. Wednesday evening, it's October 19th, 2022. College Park at 50, dropping to the 30s in some suburbs. Good evening, 
I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight, Capitol Police say a man is being charged after officers recovered guns in a van that had been parked near the Capitol and the Supreme Court. WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. Capitol Police say this all started with an illegally parked vehicle near 1st and East Capitol Streets that police checked out and a canine alerted officers. Initially, three people were detained. One of them, 80-year-old Tony Payne of Georgia, now faces a weapons charge. Officers recovered three guns, a shotgun and two handguns inside the van. Just two months ago, a man rammed his vehicle into a barricade in this area and set it on fire. He later fired gunshots and then shot himself. In this instance, those detained were questioned without incident. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. To a standoff over getting the Silver Line extension to Loudoun County up and running by Thanksgiving, Metro claims it's ready to start service to Dulles Airport and beyond in Loudoun County next month. But WMATA and the Safety Commission are pushing back. It's got Virginia's two senators ticked off, as well as the Maryland delegation. WTOP's John Aaron explains what's going on. Metro now says the extension could be carrying riders to Dulles for the Thanksgiving rush, but only if the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission signs off. That watchdog would need to approve a return-to-service plan for sideline 7,000 series rail cars and approve a safety certification for the rail extension. The Safety Commission, though, has objected to Metro's most recent return-to-service plan for the rail cars and also says Metro has more work to do in getting the safety certification for the Silver Line extension. Metro says the Silver Line certification is not a major hurdle, but that the commission has given confusing direction on the return of the rail cars. John Aaron, WTOP News. All four U.S. Senators from Virginia and Maryland say WMATA and the Safety Commission have to get their acts together and remember they are not in existence to wage turf battles, but rather to serve your transportation needs. So in 2019, our, rod, our roadways were pretty clogged, then the pandemic hit, and it was a ghost town for drivers while we were in lockdown. A few people out on the roads pretty much had the Beltway all to themselves. And now we find ourselves in late 2022. How have commuting patterns changed? The latest Washington area commuter survey shows remote work did soar over the past two and a half years. No surprise there. While workers heading to the office are driving alone more and taking transit less. The survey was done by the Council of Governments between January and March. It shows planners were surprised at the explosion in telework and what they call a jaw-dropping decrease in transit usage and satisfaction. We are seeing metro trains crowded again in recent weeks. Part of that is a lack of rail cars because of those safety issues. Was there bias in the way Maryland's former medical examiner determined how people died in police custody? It's at the heart of a plan to do new in-depth reviews of in-custody deaths in Maryland. A panel of experts consulted by Maryland officials found that 100 autopsies of people who died in police custody across the state should get a closer look. That's prompted Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch to order a fresh in-depth review of deaths involving people who were physically restrained while in custody. The move comes more than a year after a state audit into 1,300 autopsies performed by David Fowler, the former state medical examiner. Fowler testified for the defense in the murder of George Floyd. Fowler had testified that Floyd's death was caused by drug use and heart disease. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A man who crashed his car into an Arlington restaurant over the summer will not face charges. Police say that's because he had a medical emergency before veering into Ireland's four courts on Wilson Boulevard in August. 
The crash caused a fire at the restaurant. Fifteen people were hurt. The rideshare driver fully cooperated with police, and since the crash, some neighbors have raised thousands of dollars to help the restaurant rebuild. Coming up here after traffic and weather, the Democratic nominee for Maryland Governor Wes Moore has not won the governor's race, but already people are looking at him as somebody who could run for higher office. We'll get into that with Politico in just minutes. Stay with us here on WTOP, your election source at 10.07. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. I get really emotional when I think about where I was. Most people don't survive blood clots on their lungs and on their heart. The last thing I heard was reroute to GW Hospital. On the day that I came in and they treated me, I was the sickest person in the hospital. I was put on the ECMO machine. It saved my life. Without the care I received at GW Hospital, I wouldn't be here today. From routine care to life-saving emergencies, we're here for you. The George Washington University Hospital. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. 1008. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, inner loop of the Beltway and Arlington Boulevard is entirely stopped now. They've got the main lanes blocked along with the express lanes. I think they're trying to get some of it over to the shoulder, but for now, nobody's getting by except the service road. That's about it. So everybody stopped. Inner loop Beltway at Arlington Boulevard, so don't commit to the inner loop coming up past 236. Little River Turnpike. On the outer loop, it is a work zone after Route 7 headed towards 66. Two right lanes are getting by. 66 itself is doing all right. Southbound 28 at Green Trails Boulevard has the crash. All travel lanes are blocked around this crash. It was an overturned vehicle involved. Northbound traffic does get by. And southbound 28 uh, approaching 66 from Westfields down to a single right lane getting by the work zone. And they're starting to set up on 95 northbound after exit 136 Center Park Parkway. And before Stafford tonight, getting by single file to the right. And in Maryland, on the outer loop after exit 11 Route 4 toward Ritchie Marlboro Road, it is the two left lanes getting past the road work there. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, eastbound, a brief slowdown onto the bridge. They've got one lane getting by on the eastbound span, one lane westbound. No delay westbound. 95 north, uh, approaching the Baltimore Beltway, uh, south of Baltimore. The left side gets by without delay. They're also working on the southbound side there. And 270 south, single left lane gets past the work zone from I-70 to Route 85. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Clear and cold tonight with freeze warnings and frost advisories in effect as temperatures fall into the 30s. Sunny and a bit warmer tomorrow with a bit of a breeze as well. We'll have highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. Low to mid-60s on Friday, plenty of sun. We keep sunshine in the forecast on Saturday as we warm to around 70. More clouds out there on Sunday with some rain showers looking likely, especially later in the day. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Rockville now at 41, Ashburn 41, District Heights 48 degrees. Many of us in the suburbs down to the 30s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 10-11 on WTOP. We're glad. 
It is campaign 2022. As you probably noticed, we have a big election coming up in less than three weeks. You never want to count your chickens, but polls show Democratic nominee Wes Moore is expected to be the next governor of Maryland. And some political operatives now see Moore as somebody who could quickly rise in the political ranks and run for the highest office in the land. In short, we are talking about Barack Obama-level expectations. Joining us live to talk more about this, Politico National Correspondent Bracton Booker. Bracton, thank you very much. Before we go all the way to the White House, why don't we start with Moore, who happens to be an African-American, becoming Maryland governor. Would he hold a rather unique place in American politics in the current climate? Well, yes, I think it's very important to take first steps first, right? Take these baby steps. So the baby steps will be uh, on November 8th, securing the win in, in Maryland and becoming just the third elected, uh, third black person elected governor in, in the nation's history, right? There was uh, Doug Wilder in, in Virginia and Deval Patrick in Massachusetts, the only two people who have done this before. So he will be in rare company should he, he hold on to this this large lead he has in the polls uh, heading into Election Day. And he may be the nation's only black chief executive next year. That is correct. That is correct. There are, there are a number of, uh, of races that do feature black nominees, all Democrats in Georgia and Iowa and Alabama and Arkansas. But Moore is the only one that, A, is leading by such a, a wide margin in his contest. Uh, the other one that's within striking distance is Stacey Abrams, but most polls show her trailing uh, her uh, Republican challenger, the incumbent governor, uh, Brian Kemp. So it, right now, it looks like Moore may be the only one we have uh, after Election Day. Not everyone can be Barack Obama to make the understatement of the year, but certainly when Democratic Party leaders look at Moore, are those the expectations? Look, I mean... I I think it's unfair to try to compare any other politician to Barack Obama. There, there, there is one. I don't think there is going to be anything that that to, that can duplicate what what uh, Obama brought to the the national political stage. But I mean, I think a lot of people see the comparisons, right? Uh, if he if he is elected, he will be in the governor's mansion with a with a young family. He will be uh, someone that will be instantly thought of as a as a democratic star you you hear operatives talking about how he would be an instant star on the uh, democratic governors association being kind of flung across the country trying to rally the base ahead of uh, of 2024 now i got to tell you that Moore himself is not the one who is like talking up these these expectations right it's it's everybody else he has been very focused on his race he keeps talking about how this is going to be maryland's best decade kind of giving a hint that he's going to you know, stay in the, in the governor's mansion for for at least two terms before he he starts to consider doing something else. But you know, if if he wins in November and he is the only black governor in the nation, you can't help but think that a lot of people are going to start saying, "Wow, he he's in Maryland. He's not far from D.C. <laughs> maybe, just maybe, he can uh, just." Move addresses just a couple miles down the road. We'll wait to see whether we have a political superstar in the making, but I wanted to finish up with another question that hopefully grounds us in reality. Wes Moore is not, uh, by tradition, a politician, and he would have to do a lot of learning on the job. Wouldn't that, I'm not saying that he's going to do a terrible job by any respect, but the lack of experience, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Well, look, I mean, I, I... I think I don't have to remind you too much that the uh, the previous occupants of uh, of the White House, not not Joe Biden, but his predecessor, uh, didn't have any uh, political experience either. So I think uh, I, I think it's fair to say that 
should Westmore win? He can learn on the job, certainly. But uh, but he brings you know a business background. He brings a military background, and look, he's I, I kind of I've covered him since uh, you know the primary. What I'm seeing is his team is growing. Democrats are sending resources to help this campaign, so he's not going to have any kind of loss of trying to get folks that have experience into his inner circle to help kind of guide him uh, in the state. And let's be honest, the, the Democrats in, in Maryland kind of control the, the state legislature, both the, the Senate and, and the uh, state assembly. So he's walking into a much easier situation than to say like a divided government if he were going to like, you know, like a Virginia with Governor Yunkin, who is another example of someone who didn't have much political experience before becoming the head of the, uh, of the state there. We really appreciate hearing from you tonight. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. That's Bracton Booker. He's Politico's national correspondent. We have a lot of eyes on Wes Moore, poised to become the next governor in Maryland, Democratic nominee right now, and some people saying that he could go much higher, politically speaking. Stay with us. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And right back to Rob Woodford. All right, opening night was again kind of the Wizards. They led by as many as 18 in Indiana. They hold on for a 114-107 victory over the Pacers to win consecutive season openers for the first time in 17 years. The Wiz had a double-digit rebounding advantage. They blocked 10 shots and uh, forced 15 turnovers. Uh, Coach Wes Unsell Jr. still said it wasn't ideal because they let go of that big lead in the big three of Bradley Beal, Kristaps Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma. They combined to score 70 points, the latter two, with double-doubles. Uh, playoff baseball tonight, the Astros in front of the New York Yankees by a score of 3-1. to one. We're in the bottom of the seventh inning of Game 1 of the ALCS in the National League. That series now shifting to Philadelphia, tied at a game apiece after the Padres' huge comeback. They win 8-5 to five, uh, tonight behind some uh, big bats that uh, used to play for the Nats. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Got the top stories we're following tonight right here on WTOP. An 80-year-old Georgia man is under arrest after U.S. Capitol Police say he drove an illegally parked a van near the Supreme Court building this afternoon. Two handguns and a shotgun were found inside. Two people who were with Tony Payne were not arrested. He faces weapons and ammunition charges. A federal judge said tonight former President Trump knew data about voter fraud was false, but he used it in a federal lawsuit anyway, as he tried to stay in office past early 2021. The judge said the email evidence of this must be turned over to congressional investigators. President Biden has announced the release of another 15 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to try to fight rising gas prices. We're less than three weeks away from the midterms here. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in minutes. Russian President Vladimir Putin is doubling down on implementing martial law on the four illegally annexed regions of Ukraine. The Russian military has seen many setbacks, including trouble with mobilizing troops and battlefield defeats. Former ambassador to the Soviet Union at large, Stephen Satanovich, says that martial law will help the Russians in this way. It may give them new powers to deport people and move them around, and that may be preparatory to a big new move particularly related to Kherson, which is the area where they're most militarily most vulnerable. Steven Sostanovich, Putin did not say exactly what he would do under martial law. He says starting now, the Donetsk, Kherson, Luhansk, and Zaporizhia regions are under martial law. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Delays on the inner loop of the Beltway coming through Annandale toward Merrifield and 66. The crash has the express lanes blocked at Arlington Boulevard 
The main lanes were stopped for a time, but now you're moving two lanes to the right to get by on the inner loop in the main lanes past this crash. But again, the express lanes are indeed blocked at the site. I imagine traffic is even being diverted farther back, but uh, in the main lanes, two right lanes are open now. On 66 westbound in Centerville, work zone in place, getting past Route 29 toward Manassas. Single right lane is getting by very slowly there. Eastbound, we're in pretty good shape so far. And outer loop beltway after Route 7 toward 66. Two right lanes get by the work zone. On 95 northbound after exit 136 Centerport Parkway tonight, they're getting by single file, but to the right, southbound lanes are open. And in Maryland on the beltway, outer loop from exit 11 Route 4 toward Richie Marlboro Road. Two left lanes get by road work. And traffic on uh, 270 southbound down to a single lane to the left after I-70 toward Route 85, also by the work zone. Northbound lanes are open, at least for now, and traffic on 95 northbound and southbound at the Baltimore Beltway on the south side of Baltimore. You get by the work zones to the left without delay. Uh, back in Virginia, I want to tell you about a crash. It's still with us southbound on 28 at Green Trails Boulevard. All lanes are blocked around that. There's one technology company that delivers trusty a trusted identity solutions to hundreds of federal and state agencies nationwide. It's Idemia. Learn more at identitywithintegrity.com. Bob Inley, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Mainly clear and cold tonight as temperatures fall into the 30s. The National Weather Service has issued freeze warnings and frost advisories for the listening area. Freeze warnings are in effect for locations west of I-95 and Charles County, with frost advisories in effect for the district and areas east of I-95. After a cold start tomorrow morning, a sunny day and still chilly out there with highs in the upper 50s to low 60s, a bit of a breeze as well. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Upper Marlboro at 48, Centerville 42, D.C. is at 50, and some of us down to the 30s overnight. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. Still ahead on WTOP, we've seen this in other parts of the area, but we'll focus on D.C. in a little bit. Teacher negotiations with the school system, having some trouble, some tensions there. And what about affordable housing? It's tough to find around here. People are frustrated by their commute. Where are the ideas for a better life here in the Washington area? It's all coming up. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is book solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great. But I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Verahill.com. Going up? If so, you already know the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10. From Dulles Airport to the West Wing of the White House, IUEC Local 10 services the D.C. area's most important elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. With IUEC Local 10, you're getting extensively trained constructors from a federally registered national apprenticeship program. To partner with us, go to elevatorinfo.org. IUEC Local 10. 
a proud supporter of Helmets to Hard Hats. This is WTOP News. 1023 new tonight. Negotiations between the Washington Teachers Union and the city over a new contract are headed to interest arbitration. That comes after the union, representing 4,000 teachers, went through the mediation process but was not able to reach a deal. Union President Jacqueline Pogue-Lyons tells WTOP the group is very disappointed because teachers have not had a new contract in three years. The previous deal expired in 2019. WTOP has contacted Mayor Muriel Bowser's office for comment on these talks. Last month, the mayor said she was proud of the offer the city had put on the table. Can't find affordable housing and frustrated by your trip to and from work every day if indeed you are working outside the home? Montgomery County Executive Mark Eldridge says the county needs to look across the Potomac for ways to solve some of these problems. The turmoil created when Montgomery County's entire planning board resigned after internal divisions became public has put the spotlight on how decisions are made on housing, jobs, and commuting patterns. County Executive Mark Eldridge says the issue isn't a shortage of housing, but a shortage of housing people can afford. So this is a price problem. It's not an availability problem. Elrich told reporters in his weekly briefing the county needs to do better on attracting high-paying jobs, and transportation is part of that. And Virginia went all in in terms of providing transit, not just the Silver Line, but you know everything, every Virginia county now has bus rapid transit that's actually up and functioning. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. COVID-19 drove a dramatic spike in the number of women in the U.S. who died from pregnancy or childbirth complications last year, with black and Hispanic women affected disproportionately. But in an illustration of just how complicated this virus is for our society, there's also a new Washington Post analysis that shows white people are now more likely to die from COVID than black folks as the pandemic has shifted. 1025. Money News 25 and 55. We're going to Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Good, but not good enough. Tesla's revenue set a record high last quarter at nearly $21.5 billion, but sales missed estimates as logistical challenges meant it couldn't deliver as many vehicles to customers as planned. IBM had a strong third quarter despite softening economies around the globe. Big Blue posted a stronger-than-expected 6.5% sales gain on robust demand for software, mainframe computers, and hybrid cloud services. Sellers were back in control on Wall Street as worries about inflation and recession reemerged. The Dow lost 100, the S&P 500 fell 25, the Nasdaq tumbled 92. Uber is getting into the advertising business to try and monetize its audience of 122 million active users. The company is launching a dedicated advertising arm focused on selling things like sponsored listings or homepage ads. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets are tanking tonight. Hong Kong is the worst off right now. Hong Kong is down nearly 3%. Straight ahead here on WTOP, it started with police observing an illegally parked van it ended with arrest. This was all near the U.S. Supreme Court building tonight, and we've got the story in minutes. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. 
When you see someone sipping on a crisp, refreshing drink from McDonald's, you may suddenly crave one, too. <laughs> and that's normal. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. All your ice-cold go-to drinks are here whenever that mood hits. From classic Coca-Cola to a sparkling Sprite to a sweet, sweet tea. Get any size for just $1.39, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba -da -da -ba -ba -ba. 1027. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years, when a diamond cutter in Israel became well-known for his exceptional craftsmanship. His diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds